Facials, one, a jokes, a juice, whichever show for April 26th, 2020. How's it going? How goes it? Oh my god, layoffs and layoffs and layoffs everywhere. ESPN laid off a bunch of people, including a second longest tenured employee of 43 years. I think he's a VP of communication who got let go. Uh, Don Lemon got fired from CNN by the Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, Tucker Carlson is let go, a.k.a. fired by Fox News after all the Dominion settlement and yada, yada, yada that happened. Apparently, according to the LA Times of the Monday night, uh, there was a personal firing directly from the man himself, Rupert Murdoch, because of all the January 6th nonsense, which, to <laughs> Rupert Murdoch's credit, he said it's a bullshit on this, so he's like, nah, fuck this shit, and then I'll fuck this guy. Um, and then, uh, everyone's gonna wonder, oh my god, and then the Fox, you know, stock is down, is this the end of thing? Is this the end of the run? And then, you know, the whole rumor going around now is like, oh my god, the, uh, alternative news channel, News Nation, I don't know if you you're not a media nerd like I am, then you don't know what a News Nation is. News Nation, the channel is the old Chicago superstation WGN. Uh, they converted that, and I think the Sinclair sold it, and then to another whatever, uh, private equity or some other company, and they wanted to start a news-dedicated channel over the air called the News Nation. So you might have seen their clips on Snapchat, you know, TikTok, YouTube, uh, and they hired Chris Cuomo after the Andrew Cuomo scandal, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to get into that. But they were trying to, you know, bring a lot of personality from the big names of the news media a.k.a. shit disturbers to, you know, get their network going. And then the rumor is they're looking at both Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. And I just go like, you're, you know, using a wrestling term here, booking this motherfucking shit, you know, booking the matches every, everything. I go, go for it. Go fucking for it. You know, whether if you just get, you know, get one, let's say, you know, I would go for Tucker. Absolutely. No doubt. He's not going to be able to go conspiracy ape shit because, you know, his network got sued and got fired for pulling that shit while he doesn't believe it in himself. So, you got that set up right here. He's a very strong heel in the wrestling term, a villain. And, you know, in their perceived eyes, you can put a baby face or the good guy, the hero archetype, you know, next to him. And then, you know, there's a controversy going like, you know, CNN needs to bring the crossfire back. You know, the old debate show, actually, Tucker was on, now I think about it. Um, and then, you know, Jon Stewart said, you're not helping America. And then, like, some people said, you grandstood in front of him. But, you know, looking back, he was right. But then the polarization since then in 2004, 2005, when he hit that, continued ever since. And, in fact, probably got worse in terms of tribalism. And to the polarization and populist, yada, yada, yada. I say if News Nation wants to make money because it's a money business, you already got Chris Cuomo, which tells you that you're not in for journalistic integrity, given what the hell he did in, you know, to cover his brother's ass, you know, being very nosy and touchy and shit. Hey, get fucking Tucker in there. And I would have either two shows back to back, you know, Chris Cuomo, one hour, eight o'clock, and then nine o'clock Tucker. And then once a week, once a month, you have a grand event, like kind of like a pay-per-view, quarterly pay-per-view that AEW has or the monthly premium live event that WWE has. And you have a crossfire of sort. You can't call it a crossfire. You know, pardon the politics, PTP or something. And you have Chris Cuomo on one side, Tucker Carlson on one side. Go at it for an hour, you know, an hour, 
hour and a half, two hours, do a panel discussion, you know, for once a month. And then you just put that on YouTube. It's already over the air. You're not paying the cable providers for this shit. Get all the viral views and everything. Have at it. Take advantage while this is hot. You gotta book it. You gotta make this happen, News Nation. I wanna see this shit. And if you get Don Lemon, do Don Lemon Tucker, you know, 1v1, head to head. It'd be like, all right, the gay CNN guy who says something about women versus this guy who doesn't believe in conspiracy theory but went off nuts, off the right side of the fucking nut job of the nut jobs. You know, have at it. I wanna see this fucking drama happening. You know, can you do it weekly? Can you do it nightly? I don't think you can do a nightly debate show. That is exhausting. Because what they strengthen their characters in are individual. Just, just sit there and talking, right? So, News Nation, make this happen. You gotta get Tucker. I don't wanna see Tucker in Newsmax as a Newsmax watcher. BK, you, are you a conspiracy theorist? Uh, no, casually enjoy the fucking joy out of it. And I talked about that on this show forever. I just wanna see the fucking match. I just wanna see the drama. <laughs> I just want to see it. And then you know that this is a moderated, maybe realer version of Tucker Carlson coming out rather than this conspiracy laden that, hey, I got sued and I got fired from it, you know, Tucker version. It would be, it would be way more entertaining to see this like sort of toned down, but not really version of Tucker versus Chris Cuomo. Hey, I cover it for my brother or Don Lemon. He's like, yeah, I said shit about women. And then social media will go uproar, and then you go like, what's the payoff? People will come and watch, do a one-year contract or something, and then, you know, do it, and then go from there. That's how I would book it if I were the network executive. And then all the social media uproar and everything. Yeah, have a crisis management person to have a thing ready. I want to see it. Make this fucking happen, News Nation. I don't want to see this on Newsmax. I don't want to see this on OANN, who's getting fucking sued and suing AT&T, yada, 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 or the Warner at this point. But make this happen. I want to see this nonsense. <laughs> uh, main thing I want to talk about, thanks to our friend and the listener, Kayla, for sending this article. I wanted to talk about it last week, but didn't have time. Which is, uh, she sent me this article about South Korea, my motherland, original motherland, the birthland, where the, I'll put the link in the episode in the global news in Canada, which say South Korea to give $665 allowance to reclusive youths to help them leave home. Uh, if you want to hear about the Korea situation, you know, go back and listen to the episode uh, 259 from a year ago. Holy shit, March 9th. Whose fault is democracy? Anyway, I talked about the Korean election, you know, before this new incoming president is there. And then also, I think back in 2019, I talked about what I talked about this reclusiveness and talked about, I talked a lot about the talking things, uh, about loneliness, and then which becomes an epidemic apparently you know, bef- even before the pandemic uh, from 2019 called the Thanos was a lonely guy to, I think that was May 2018. Yeah, holy crap. It was 2018. Th- Thanos was a lonely guy too. It was like episode 84. Yeah, from May 9th, 2018. I, you know, it, it, listen to that. So listen to those two, 259 and then 84 to get the sense of this. So basically, South Korea, just as a backdrop, they have the one. Of, they have the worst, worst birth rate that they have recorded in 2022 out of all the OECD countries under one. Even China, with all that one-child policy and everyone wanting to have a son, have a higher birth rate than in South Korea. You know how bad it is. So fertility rate 
uh, in South Korea have fallen below one, falling to 0.78 children per woman. 0.78. I think China, when I read this, was like 1.8 or something. And I go, shit. And then obviously that's not going to, you know, are there too many people on this planet? Uh, I would say yes. But also, okay, who's going to replace these people? The only answer right now is, well, they're all going to die or you're not going to retire. <laughs> so going back to the article. So there are a lot of, uh, the, the, the new measure is enacted by South Korea's Ministry of Gender Equality and Family uh, to aims to help underprivileged young people aged 9 to 24 experiencing intense social withdrawal. The program will, offer, will also offer capital for education, career coaching, health, and lifestyle services and activities. And this was approved by the South Korean government on Tuesday. All right, I'm going to pause there. Because this is the exact fucking department, this new incoming conservative familyism. Yes, that was a fucking Konglish, the Korean English word that they were running on as a campaign. What if they get fucking rid of? They said, this is a waste of time. We need men to have kids, blah, blah, blah. And then they use this department, uh, I guess, enable this department to come up with this. Uh, the next part of the article, it aims to help citizens experiencing the condition, quote, hikomori, hikikomori. Huh? That's a Japanese word. A Japanese word loosely translated as to pull back. According to the Kyushu University, the increasing number of those effect, afflicted with hikikomori will withdraw from society and constantly stay at home, usually in a single room, and avoid social activities such as school and work. The COVID-19 pandemic is believed to have worsened the hikikomori, which is an international issue not exclusive to South Korea and Japan. Uh, I'm surprised that they kind of dropped the Japanese word in there, and I'm sure some Korea boos will get mad and be like, Japan, you put Japan first. Uh, but the reality is, if you want to study where the uh, socioeconomic trends, demographics is going, uh, especially in East Asian culture, out of all the OECD countries, I think Japan is a really good, interesting study case to look at how the aging population, with respect to lack of immigration, Japan, in my opinion, is worse than all the other Asian countries when it comes to taking in the foreigners, uh, is. And then countries like Korea, Taiwan, you know, Philippines, China, they can look to Japan and like prepare better or get the good sense of like, hey, what's a good solution is instead of just copying them. I'm not saying copying them. I don't think this article intend to say, look at Japan. You know, they came up with this term. It's just that, hey, they advanced, you know, socioeconomically to notice these demographic trends to, you know, look out for as warning signs. And then to a point where they came up with a fucking term. And we call it in America, I guess, like a bunch of incels and all that shit. Uh, and then, yeah, COVID-19 did kind of add to this. And I could certainly see it, you know, sometimes wanting to be alone kind of thing. Uh, continuing on the article, the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family in, said in Korean, the measure is, quote, strengthening its support to enable reclusive youth to recover their daily lives and reintegrate, reintegrate into society, unquote, as per the translation by Bloomberg. Uh, nearly 350,000 South Koreans aged between 19 and 39, about 3% of the population, are considered lonely or isolated, as per reports from Korea Institute uh, uh, for Health and Social Affairs. Most secluded South Koreans come from underprivileged families. If you want to look at some of this shit, you know, fucking watch the movie, The Parasite, and all that stuff, Squid Game. I mean, a lot of that is a social commentary of 
the reality of these people who are like never gonna catch up. That kind of thing, you know. So there's that. Uh, continuing on, the measure is highlighted. Measure highlighted the few case studies of young South Koreans who chose uh, social isolation in times of personal difficulty or family strife. One young national said domestic violence in their home triggered depression and caused them to offer seclusion. Another said they developed a hikikomori when their family went bankrupt. The new allowance allowance uh, can also be used to cover living expenses, cultural expenses, school or gym supplies, and even cosmetic procedures for scars or other blemishes, quote, that adolescents may feel ashamed of, unquote. Ultimately, the new government measure is, is uh, an attempt by South Korea to bolster its declining birth rate, sur- surpassed only by Hong Kong. And South Korea has the largest share of population over the age of 65, as reported by Bloomberg. And then they cover the uh, the birth rate I just talked about in the beginning of this. And yeah, they, in an attempt to encourage young pe- uh, people to have children, South Korea has invested American dollars, $200 billion in measures increased birth, including compensated child care support. And, you know, this is also a big thing. Um, there are a few things here. Number one, in some sense, this is a minimum basic income, universal income in some sense. You can look at it that way. Uh, covered in, hey, you need to go out and do shit and stimulate our economy. And not only stimulate economy, but also stimulate you. God damn it. We pay you to get out there and fucking party and get healthy and do all that, right? You know, and then you can get those like socially, financially conservative. The government is paying people to just stay the fuck home and do nothing and just fucking party, you know? Gym 10 laundry. Yes, this is a gym 10 laundry fucking money if you think about it. And especially, like, I think the crypto boom especially also hit Korea harder. Everyone wanting to get rich. You know, I just go, like, you get all those groups, you know, they run, like, hive minds in the society with the Korea booze and K-pop army and all that stuff. Same thing goes for, like, crypto. And, you know, as great as Korea is when it comes to connectivity and stuff, I think one of the things I saw last Friday, I forgot her name. She said the connectivity really, you know, created more isolation and loneliness. And then it's covered as a connectivity, but it hasn't really connected people. And like, why is that? Why is that? I think this is a grand problem that like every developed nation, every nation, to be honest, not just the developed, they're trying to solve because it's like, hey, who doesn't have a phone? Who does not have a connectivity fast or not fast you know it's not just a broadband it's on your LTEs and 5G's that gave you virus no it didn't um so it's and also on top of that you pay for that shit which is an essential utility and you get inundated with all the social media shit and then it's just like hey you talk talk and then you like and then like all these discords and forums it's fucking nice it's so comfortable you don't have to get out of the house and all that and I just go all right at the mean, at the same time, it just go like, are we interacting? Are we doing things? Yeah, it, I mean, this was a problem, you know, even without the coronavirus, you know, all that stuff. So, but you know, this was a problem that was happening in these countries even before the coronavirus, and they knew it was happening. They knew this when they were ever since starting the population in general, looking at the different generations. And it's like, hey, we're gonna have a pretty aging population. And UN studies and whatnot showing, and then the world population will peak 
just hair over 10 billion and then come down. And these are the nations that's going to have a rising population, which I talked about in the population episode uh, not so long ago also, uh, which I don't remember what the episode number was. But we will, we will find it. So is this going to help? What do I think about this? To me, this is just a basic universal income, which I'm not necessarily against, given how much low interest you know, environment that in the last decade or so has you know, contributed to ridiculous asset bubble. And then people who are able to leverage that and pivot that and collateral against their loans on top of the loans to just keep refinancing, refinancing themselves to a greater, you know, whatever. Which means especially for underprivileged families who are under, I'm sure, the median household salary and income are going to have a greater discouragement to actually get involved in a society. Especially in a country like Korea compared to America. If you look at it from the American perspective, it's like, oh, you just get your, you know, put your shoes on, left foot and the right foot one at a time, and then you just get out there, work hard, and you will make it happen. American dream. Uh, Korea doesn't have that. I'll be fucking honest. It was like, what is a Korean dream? Is that be a Korea boo? Can you tell me what the difference between the BTS members and then whatever the new one that's coming out is? Like, they, they cannot sustain their success even as individuals. They just seem like, at times, just corporate puppets. You're just, you're just part of the band. Nothing else, you know? So if you look at it that way, is that a Korean dream? Not exactly either. How can you usurp and supersede a company like conglomerates that have been aided by government to recover the country, like Korea, you know, after the Japanese occupation through World War II, Korean War... In the 60s, 70s, you know, it's an unbelievable success story as a nation that has accelerated into such a growth and a powerhouse, economic power. At the same time, like, that has been really cascaded on the top where the rest of the... Name, name me a company that's other than Samsung, LG, Hyundai, or SK. That's the next one below that's not going to come up. You know, they got Kakao, you know, Neighbor, Daum, and all those guys. Kakao got bought by Daum. But, like, other than those, like, IT companies, like, what potential is there? You know? And I just go, like, hey, they'll get, you know, swooped up by the another guy in here. Coupon or some shit. Fucking, I don't know, Riot Games? I don't fucking know. But, like, other than those, like, hey, what is the next company that's going to supersede these, like, big conglomerates that are there? It's like, the honest answer is no. And then you get these people that look at it and be like, why the fuck should I fucking try? <laughs> Why? And then you think about that, it's like there's no incentive to have kids. Even for me, for me, I just go like, ah, oh, fucking kid. You know, you can't, you can't prepare for having a kid or whatever. Life is a life, right? At the same time, I just go like, I don't know. You know, I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. and just go, there are days that I just go like, I look at the kids in the resort and I'm having a bit of a baby kid fever. But there are times also, like, I just go like, why? Why? I don't need to bring another life into this world. And I'm sure my future kids, if they listen to this and be like, oh my God, that's a fucking asshole. You know what? That's why I'm fucking recording this so that like, you know where my brain's at, wherever I am at this point. So it's just like, and then you start doing them, you just get whelmed doing the cost calculation of it. I was like, Jesus Christ, I bring a kid into life in America, let's say. And then like, how much is that fucking hospital bill, even with the insurance and whatnot? And then fucking raise this little thing. 
And then like, yada, yada, yada. It's just so fucking whelming. And then you're not going to be prepared for it. You're going to be winging it financially, physically, and mentally. At the same time, I just go like, why bother? You know, you'll never be ready in preparing for these things, such as life. But I also kind of go like, yeah, I can see how discouraging and all that is. And then just giving a financial incentive, really essentially a basic income and the basic expenditure to say, get out there and then do something. Is everyone going to follow through on it? No, of course not. But that's how it happens with all these government social programs that I guess the conservative people call it a handout. You figure your shit. You know, but not everyone's designed the same way either. And then they just go, is it career coaching, health, lifestyle services? You know, there are a lot of these programs already. I sound like a conservative saying this. Through unemployment benefits, you know, social security, Medicaid, just using American terms. And you got social insurance in Canada covering all this shit. You know, you pay the minimum amount. So why the fuck do you need this? It's up to you. It's up to you, the youth. You know, with your testosterone, usually men that's having this problem, and women too also, to be honest. You know, they're like, why the fuck would I date with these fucking morons and creeps? And in Korea, you have the whole surveillance problem and all that too, because, you know, everybody, it's so technologically advanced. They're like, you don't know where people hit their hidden camera and shit, right? And you just have a fucking eye porn, and then you like just jerk off and call it a day. I'm sure that's what's happening in the country. And I'm sorry, jerking off doesn't produce a child, which means a future, you know, earnable employee that's going to contribute to a fucking society. It just goes, it's just a blank shot. <laughs> it's just a blank bullet. It just goes down the fucking toilet and a drain or wherever it fucking ends up, you know? It's, it is literally a waste, you know? But anyways, um, I, I hope, you know, I'm actually surprised that they passed this measure to begin with, given that how the administration wanted to get rid of this entire fucking department. Also, it would be hypocritical for this administration to not do, do, do this, um, going back to the election cycle of it, because they said they want to encourage young men, the cis men, male, to get out there and fucking reproduce instead of just staying at home and jerking off to themselves watching fucking crypto. You know, so I, I get that. So I guess this is a bit of a political move to do that. Is this actually going to work? I don't know. But I don't think this is such a terrible thing. And then I think more countries will try to do this and they'll get to that point, whether it's Canada, U.S. I think the biggest debate in America is the very last part of the article, the child care that's covered by the government, which Joe Manchin in West Virginia said, I'm heavily against, you know. What, bunch of coal miners don't need a child care either? Your, your fucking constituents asked for it, Joe. But, you know, not the sleepy Joe, the coal mine Joe over there in West Virginia, the country road. Um, but, you know, I, it will come. And then it will come. It will have to come. Because while all these developed nations are having this question, while the other countries up and rising countries, whether it's Nigeria, Philippines, Latin Africa, India, they'll continue to have kids and, you know, pump out. The problem that they're having is like, how do you keep them educated and make sure that they don't go sideways going into the world of crime or, you know, kind of that thing with this destabilization and then the lack of infrastructure those countries have, right? So it's going to be outright ruler. It's like, I am it. So you're just going to look at this, uh, uh, you know, whatever, the one dictator and be like, yeah, that's my hero and then continue to 
perpetuate that and produce that? Is that the 21st century world leaders that we'll be looking for out of Central America or Southeast Asia? No, we don't want to do that either. That's why America needs to interject. No, I'm fucking kidding. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening. That's my thought on it. I think this is a very, this is not a nuance of a concept. It, to me, it's just a universal basic income, another government program cover to encourage that. But not everyone's going to take it and use it properly. And I'm sure this will become a hot political topic, especially amongst the fiscal conservatives to argue over. Anyways, what do you think? Send me another article like this. This is fantastic. And then, because it, it also links up a lot of episodes that I talked about in the past. So, you know, I, I love reading it. Yeah, let's read an article. That's what that was. So send me an email at aa-o.com. aa-o.com. And then I uh, have a great rest of the week. And then uh, we'll go into May. I think the next episode might be the Star Wars Day. So we'll talk about that probably with a Mandalorian that I'm still doing.